Have you ever wondered what it's like to be a real-life medium? Then this is the podcast for you. In this show, you'll learn how to open your heart to spirit, hear adventures I've experienced as an award-winning psychic medium and teacher, plus I'm going to give you some psychic information and insight into what the future holds for our increasingly crazy world. Tune in every Friday and get ready to connect to the other side. I'm Jen, and I'll be your guide starting right now. Welcome back to the Singing Medium Podcast. I'm Jen Abra. Wasn't that the cutest jingle? I still like the new intro. I don't know about you, but I like it a lot. I like it a lot. That's Jim Carrey, by the way. So if I'm sounding a little weird and kooky this morning, it's because I've been up since 3.44 a.m. How about you? I am assuming... There's a couple of reasons why I keep, I can't sleep. I even take CBD, like a whole, like guzzle a jar back and I can't, I still can't sleep. It takes me four hours for it to start working. And then I'm still lying there. And then I wake up four hours later, wide awake. Now, a couple of possible reasons for this is that I have been getting a few DMs this week alone from people that I know saying that I have been in their dreams and it's usually around that time where I keep waking up. So I don't know where the hell I'm going at nighttime. I don't know who I'm visiting. It's just I'm getting confirmation that that's why I'm not sleeping. The other thing it could be is I know there's some crazy astrological events happening right now and even amping up. You can feel it. Like even if you're not into astrology, you can feel something like shaky, shaky, like, oh my God, something's coming. And you just don't know what it is. And it's, it's very intense out there. And I kind of like without looking at the astrology, I think I had mentioned earlier that March 23rd, around there I had this number come into my mind that March 23rd was gonna be some major event happening. And then I saw the astrology post that March 23rd is something about, I don't know, Aquarius and Pluto or I don't know. I don't know. I leave that up to the experts. I am not an expert in that field, but just so you're aware, I understand the anxiety that you're feeling, the chest come, Fresh chest compressions. I must have a spirit with me. Uh, chest uh, pulsations, you know, like that feeling of pain in your chest and your heart is being ripped right open. Your stomach's hurting. You got headaches. You feel sick sometimes. You don't want to eat anything. You're so thirsty. Like that's what I'm noticing a lot is what's happening in the energies right now. And currently it's like March 3rd, I believe. I don't know because I've been awake for, for four hours. And here we go. I'm gonna today I'm gonna to talk about a couple of things that have been happening in the readings this week. Story time with Jen again. It's really important that you hear what is happening both in the animal communication realm and also with the spirit world realm. And I mentioned this last night to my level two students who are now finished working with me is that I kind of have a little bit of feeling besides procrastination of why I have not continued writing on my second book because it's a book about mediumship and over the last month or so I'm noticing how many changes are occurring within the spirit realm. It's very rapidly changing and also it's very difficult to keep up with the changes because I feel like it's good if you have a foundation. So I have a foundation of mediumship. So speaking of foundations of mediumship, I have my one year program and I have a foundation and I've taught all of my students the foundation of the spirit world or of mediumship of what I know to be true so far and the way that you need to do this work and how you have to learn a whole other language. And that takes time 
But now it's changing so much that now there's the human world, there's earth, there's the spirit world where they, where your loved ones have crossed over and left their physical bodies. But now, and maybe it was always there and I just, it was covered up by the veil. I'm not sure because the veil, I don't think there is a veil anymore, really. There's a hallway. So in between this world and the human, the spirit world, there is a hallway. Now in this hallway, mediums are able to tap into this hallway, sometimes without knowing they're in the hallway. So it's in between worlds, which would kind of make sense because we're kind of in between worlds right now. Oh, that makes so much sense. <gasps> wow. And I'm not even microdosing. So my mind just exploded. All, all the neurons are firing in there. It's like, oh my God, that makes so much sense because we're in between worlds. So now there has to create an in between world between the human and the spirit world. Oh my goodness. So let me explain what's going on in the this maybe new hallway. When I'm doing readings, I'm communicating and I'm not usually aware of it unless I really fine tune my dial, that there are people who are still alive, incarnate souls who are still alive, who are in this hallway and they are presenting as being passed over or in between worlds with various ailments and let me explain so I'm trying to think of a specific reading from this week but anyone the criteria seems to be the pattern seems to be if someone has dementia who's alive and I've had that criteria in the past so over 80 they have to be over 80 years of age with dementia or starting to get dementia usually in a senior's home or they're just you know there's a lot of attention around them. And now the new the new souls that are going in the hallway in between worlds, because maybe they're not sure if they want to stay here or not. And they're, how do I explain this? The souls that are in the hallway in between worlds who aren't sure if they want to stay here or not are usually people who are considering ending their life or having thoughts about their life not being very great anymore and they're consider seriously considering taking their own life which is awful and tragic and just devastating so those souls are in the hallway and also another category of souls that are in this hallway of incarnate souls are those who have a lot of trauma right so they're not necessarily indicating that they wish to take their own life but they are full of traumas and maybe that's the next step that maybe they think that because they don't know there's any way out of that, right? So, so far, those are the three types of incarnate souls that are in the hallway in between the worlds and mediums now, my students and myself are able to connect and communicate with them. But one of the coolest things about this, I mean, it's, it's terrible that they're in there and they decide to go in this hallway, but they are trying to get a message across or maybe warn somebody that they are in this hallway and that they're considering or maybe close to passing. Now it's really, really dicey waters if someone is having suicidal thoughts of unaliving themselves. It's a very delicate situation because sometimes we don't know that the person is incarnate and is warning a medium to tell someone that they're going to do this or we don't know if this man like your father is coming through and he's passed or not and we could 
traumatize somebody by as a medium saying you know oh well your dad's here and, and they're like uh my dad's still alive but he has dementia and then you mess up right so you had to be super careful with this brand new experience of the hallway and I was kind of trying to ask spirit if it's like the hallway of learning but I don't think it is I mean we're in the hallway learning as mediums but I'm not really sure if these souls are learning anything while they're there. They definitely learn something when they go to the spirit realm, for sure. 100% they're learning something and reviewing their life and meeting people that are waiting for them over there on the other side and their dogs and their cats and everyone's over there. So that's what's been happening this week and actually the last month, but this week has been like, I've had, I don't know why, I guess because I was sick a couple weeks ago, I've had to do three every day at least three readings, one hour readings, mediumship, no psychic, no psychic breaks in there. Constantly, I'm in the spirit world all week. So from nine to 12, almost every day this week, including Monday, which I'm off on Mondays, I had to make up clients that I had to cancel. Three one hour readings, so I'm spending three hours a day in the spirit world, plus yesterday I did four in a row, four hours of being in the mediumship spirit world and then I'm teaching at night of mediumship every night this week so it's been very intense so I'm gonna need a vacation okay guys I have speaking of like this energy that's coming in this Jupiter and Pisces I don't know what's going on but it feels like things are landing in my lap and you might be noticing this too like opportunities are just coming to me they're just dropping in my lap so example of this would be I have a strong desire to go to Florida this month, but then of course it's March break. So like who wants to go to Florida in March break, but everybody's going to Florida. And so I'm like, okay, I was looking at Airbnbs and I had it almost booked and I had the, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll just wait till tomorrow. I had a feeling I should just wait till tomorrow. And then that night, my daughter, who's already going to Florida with her friend's family, came into my room and says, do you want to come with us? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I do. So. <laughs> I'm like, wow. So by the way, Florida is very expensive right now, but this all works out because I get to share the expenses and get to spend time with my daughter. And like, it's just really cool how that sort of just plopped into my lap. And I, and also like the message here is like, trust your intuition. If you're putting something off or like not pushing the button on a vacation for some reason, and maybe you're scared of the money leaving, but like the money's always gonna come back, but it might, there could also be an alternative mo- ulterior, I haven't had my tea yet, ulterior motive or reason why your intuition or your spirit is making you wait. And I'm so glad because I would have been out a thousand dollars, but it's all working out. Like it's all, it's all working out. So that's really exciting. And I'm super excited to be gone for 10 days. And don't worry if you have a reading or class, I'll, I'm figuring, I'm figuring out, I'm still going to work from Florida, but I just, you know, I mean, I'm not saying work is a have to because I love my job. I like what I do. I love helping you guys. It's just very draining for me some days. And like, especially like four, like four days in a row of like constantly all morning transitioning one spirit to another, to another soul, to another soul, and trying to navigate who's talking to me when and what their name is. And sometimes the readings are beautifully so easy. They're effortless. And then sometimes I'm reading for a client and I just can't get any, like it's all no's, which it doesn't mean I'm wrong. It just means that people, the souls who are coming in are relatives that they don't really know very well. So like, anyways, I can't control it. I don't want to control the spirit world. I don't want to control anything. I, I really don't want to control anything. 
So the story I'm going to tell you today is about animals in spirit. I'm going to tell you what happened this week with a client, this beautiful, beautiful woman. Like, just, you know how someone has just the best energy, you know, just the best energy and you know they're a really good human. So I read for her this week and a lot of, so I, I go through a list. So I do my spiel, I'm like, okay, um, the souls are coming in one at a time I'm, because I was a kindergarten teacher. I'm going to take attendance and then we'll go through who we have here. And always a dog comes through. A dog is usually number two on the list. And if you ever had a reading with me, you'll know that I always usually say there's a dog here with you because they, they love to, to see you and visit with you. And so I was doing a reading for her and I'm like, oh yeah, there's a dog, a couple of dogs, there's a horse, there's a cat named Charlie, I think there's a, or Eddie, I don't remember. And then I'm like, oh God. She's like, what? I'm like, I just got hit by a car. She's like, what? So like, I'm becoming the animals in my readings. I'm also becoming the souls. I'm becoming like your grandfather. I'm becoming your grandma. Like I, all of a sudden I turn into them. I'm their consciousness. It's super weird. And so that's why I'm trying to navigate all these changes that are going on. Cause that's not how I normally work in the spirit world and with souls and spirit. But anyways, I thought it was a dog and I'm like, oh, I got hit by a car. And she's like, I can't think of any dog that I have that was hit by a car. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Maybe I just misinterpreted whatever, but I knew there was a car accident somewhere and I knew it wasn't a human being. So we go through all the things and then at the end, or maybe like 45 minutes in, she's like, you know what? And I'm, I'm like, what? And I'm like, there's some kind of bird here that wants to say hello to you. And she's like, what? And I'm like, I don't know. I can't really see what it is. You're not, you're not gonna believe this. So I said to her, she goes, oh my God, Jen. She was like, one time I saw a duck get hit by a car and I picked him up and I wrapped him in a blanket and I helped him. I can't remember if he passed her. I think he passed, like, I don't know if he passed like that time or like she rescued it, but like a duck got hit by a car. She was there, she picked it up and she rescued it. And like, I have goosebumps telling the story. I was like, oh my God, that's what the car accident was. I thought I was a dog, but I'm a duck. So, so two things, that's kind of a big jump, a duck to a dog, but not really, because in a consciousness awareness level, they're all one. Like I may talk about how I'm the cow and you're, we're cows, we're the same as a cow. And um, so that would make sense that the duck and the dog are kind of showing up the same way. And then it got even cooler because then I said to her, I had this vision clairvoyantly, this flash of like her seeing a fox in the backyard. And I said to her, oh my gosh, have you seen a fox recently? She's like, yeah, there was one in the backyard the other day in my partner's backyard. I was like, what? She's like, why, what's the big deal? She goes, yeah, I had a rabbit in its mouth. I'm like, uh, okay, this is super weird. Give me a second. And I had to like get my thoughts together because I was like, what the hell am I seeing? And I said to her, you've seen the fox twice now, right? And I said, the second time you saw him, he had electric eyes or like his eyes were lit up or something. She's like, oh my God. She said, went for a walk and they had headlamps on and they saw the same fox and she saw the same fox and the eyes from the headlamp were like electric and just staring at her. And I said, you're not gonna really probably believe this. I said, but that fox is somebody else. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, that fox is someone you know who has passed over. I don't know if it's an animal. I didn't think it was, could be an animal, or it's a human being who has literally incarnated into a fox. And that, I swear, that is the first time that's ever happened. I mean, I've had babies who have incarnated, uh, incarnated and I know how that, were. I know when that's happening. I have a symbol for that and a visual for that, but this was otherworldly. I was like, literally otherworldly. I was like, and she was like, oh my God, like, 
sitting here now we're going back on that reading and like I always forget my readings I forget everything that I say I don't remember sometimes I'll forget I even read for you I get amnesia after the reading it's not personal it's just how spirit clears out my computer but I'm wondering because she also had a horse that had passed over and interesting enough the horse that she wanted to speak with who she was very close to wasn't the first horse that came in so she had ridden horses years ago and another horse that she had taken care of came in first and then brought in her horse that she wanted to speak into. And I'm wondering now, thinking back, and maybe the horse has reincarnated into the fox, but I'm telling you like this, there was no doubt in my mind that this fox was someone else coming to visit her. I said, so the fox is telling me, cause I can obviously communicate with animals. Didn't know I could talk to a fox, but that makes sense. Cause I talked to crows, so that makes sense. I'm just having those mind explosions right now, sorry. And um, I feel I like I feel like you know this person. Like it was just the most confirming confirmation and strongest knowing I've ever 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 had. And the horse came and told her all these beautiful things. And there's a tattoo and there's a name and just like a big picture and like a massive picture. But the horse is like, my picture isn't on the wall anymore. She's like, you're right, it's not. So like these animals know everything. They know so much. The animals are so intelligent. They're highly, highly, highly intelligent. So I just wanted to let you know also that there's a difference between, I know a lot of you are interested in spirit animals. So this this is different. So animals in spirit are animals of your pets, like your pets that have crossed over, your ducks, your foxes, your dogs, of course, your cats, your whatever other kind of animal you've ever had as a pet goes into the spirit world. And usually one of your loved ones in spirit is taking care of this animal for you. And they're running around, have a great great time in the dog park over there. Um, spirit animals are different because spirit animals are, I'm not saying they're not your pets, but in my experience, they're not your pets. They are completely separate of that and So my spirit animal, as you know, is a crow. And I think I've talked about this before where the crow talks to me about money for some reason. And I can sort of communicate or I know what if a crow is calling in my neighborhood that I can understand kind of what it's saying. And it lets me know, like it reminds me of abundance, prosperity, magic, the other side, you know, it's kind of like, I'm not, you know, it's just, it's just my buddy. It's my friend, like my Chad, my Chad, my Chad calls the crow, my buddy. Your buddy's over there. Say hi to your buddy. I'm like, hey, how's it going, hi guys? I see you. <laughs> so like a lunatic walking around the street going, hey guys, how's it going in the tree there? Thanks for letting me know money's coming. <laughs> it's a really cool thing. To, it's, it's totally different than say one of my cats or my or my dog, Rudy or Jake, right? So spirit animals come to you with messages. So that fox, going back to that fox that I had brought through, I just knew with no doubt, it was a clairsentient, a claircognizant rather, that this fox had was a reincarnation of another animal or person that had come to see her. So she may have thought that was a spirit animal, which is completely fine. If you think whatever it is, it's fine, that's what it is. But as me being the one who's in, in it, I knew that it was someone who had been reincarnated. So in that case, it wasn't a spirit animal. But yes, a fox could be a spirit animal. Um, turtles can be a spirit animal. Any kind, you know, so I I don't know if you guys remember this, but I created this whole really pretty Mandela, Animal Spirit Guide Mandela coloring book that you can download for free on Elevate.HerSoul in the Linktree bio. So go get your free coloring book if you want to do that. And um, someone in spirit school, actually, one of my longstanding students, she colored a few pages of my coloring book. I was like, oh, that's so nice to see someone using my coloring book. That's awesome. 
So, so spirit animals can be like magical. They're, you know, maybe your spirit animal is a dragon. Maybe your spirit animal. And how you know that your spirit animal is your spirit animal, there's usually a strong knowing or like a very strong pull to this animal. And you'll see it a lot, or you'll you'll you just you'll just know. Like there'll be some kind of weird communication or feeling or knowing around this animal, and that's kind of how you know that it's your spirit animal. You could go to someone for a reading, and they could tell you what your spirit animal is. But I really believe that you have enough. You have the power to figure out or remember who your spirit animal is without someone telling you who it is. Another way you could do that is if you meditated, right? You could meditate and ask to be shown your spirit animal, but you never ever are, can force any of this. No forcing allowed, okay? Uh, allowing is the key, especially in mediumship. Allowing is the key. We never want to force anything. And that's what I always like my new part of my new spiel now when I first come on to the Zoom call with you and I say to you, listen, <laughs> listen, guys or girls, um, I cannot tell you the code word. I cannot tell you what's in your pocket, what you're hiding in your pocket to make sure that I know it's your dad who has passed. I've had many, many clients do this. It's not wrong. It's just, I'm going to tell you that if you say, say your grandfather's passing and you say to your grandfather and he believes in the spirit world and says, okay, I'm going to go see grandma. She's over there waiting for me. And you're holding his hand and you say to him, okay, I'm going to go to a medium after you pass and here's the code. Let's make a code word. So if you say this code word, I'll know it's you. And so they have a code word and then they come to me and say, okay, well, I want to talk to my grandpa and um, there's a code word. And I'm like, that's it. I just shut down. I'm like, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm still going to read for you. But it's kind of like, not slap in the face to the medium. It's kind of like, I've given you so, a medium can give you so much beautiful evidence, so much, but you're only focused on the code word. So you, so as a, as a recipient, you've got to understand this part of it. And I know you don't understand how reading works or what we're doing on this side of the Zoom call, but we have done years of training and we know how it works very well. Hopefully, if you're a medium, you know what you're doing. As soon as you come out, I know you have a code word or you're hiding something. Like, I just know, which is fine, but I'm going to be shut down about that. Okay, so it's not saying that I don't want to know what the code word is, but it makes almost like a plug in a sink. So you want to fill that beautiful sink or you want to let the water flow down the drains clearly, clear water all the way down the drain. There's no stuck hair in the drain, just flowy, flowy, flowing, goes down the pipe. But if you come to me with like, I expect something specific from you, you put a plug in the sink and now the water does not flow clearly. So I just wanted to let you guys know if you're recipients and getting a reading is very kind to not do this to the medium. Uh, I know it's a beautiful thing that you and your grandfather have discussed before passing and I don't want to take away from that at all because I love that you both believe in it and you're making an agreement. Maybe, hey, maybe a medium can get it. And maybe if you don't say I have a code word, I could probably get it as well by accident or it will just flow through the through the faucet, through the flowy water. Because <clears throat> that's how it's like. If spirit's going to talk to me, they turn on a tap. They turn on the faucet and the water begins to flow. Hopefully it flows very nicely and there's no like this coming out of the water or there's no plug or hair in the drain. There's, I could talk about that too. There's other factors why that would occur. But So I remember yesterday I told you I did four in a row. I would say the second one was the best one I did. The second one was like, I had no doubt what 
her souls were saying. I had no doubt. I said everything exactly, correctly, accurately, in-depth, crazy things that come through. I, I got everything. And that is a beautiful testament to the client who was completely open, very high energy. She was very happy. And, I, and I'm not saying you have to be super happy when you come to a reading because also I can do a very good job when you're very sad as well. But please come with an open heart and please don't come with your arms crossed and please don't come with a grumpy face on even though you're grieving. I just, it, for me, it makes it really difficult to provide the best work I can for you. And it's helpful to know this before you come to a reading, right? Because I don't think I ever have any prep notes for you. I'm just like, here's the booking. See you in August. Like, I don't tell you what to do. So, um, so, so there's that. I just wanted to, that was sort of a ramble that just came out of me. So I hope that you guys are doing okay. And I am so happy to see that so many of you are wanting to learn how to navigate this hallway between the human world and the spirit world. And the best way to do that is to start with foundation. Get the foundation and I'll lead you into the hallway and we're gonna figure out what's going on and why these incarnate souls are coming in so strongly and presenting as deceased and how can we help them transition from, so now we're not just communicating and giving messages, we are actually assisting souls from one world to the next. And we're meeting them in the hallway. This is a big deal. And as my ex-boyfriend in high school used to say, this is a BFD. This is a BFD, okay? So it's very important. If you're very called to become a medium, I highly guide you to do that now. There's a big, big reason why you're here. And if you decide to do this, you have been chosen to do a very big mission and help people on even a bigger level than you can't even fathom the level of assistance that you will be providing. So come join my one-year Foundations of Mediumship, one-year program of mediumship mentorship in a group. It is every other Thursday for one year beginning April 2023. And I am excited to start that class for sure. And I will see you guys all on the flip side. Thank you so much for listening and have an amazing, amazing week. And try to stay positive and try to know that everything is okay.